Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Oh, oh, I hope we're off. Running commentary. On the road, welcoming our guest, Rachel Ann Cullen, author of Running For My Life. Hello. Good morning to you. Hello, well, guys. And uh, thanks for coming here. This is, we're in, uh, we, we kind of met on some middle ground. Because this is, we're in the north of England, which is more your drum yes. than ours. But, wait, wait. I'm wait, 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 yeah, wait. Like and this, this, is Rob's, this is Rob's route. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. So, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Consults oh, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, it's really good. Let's run. go. Consults the map after 15 metres. We're all right. <laughs> we thought he was just because he was knackered. Yeah, I just wanted a break. But, yeah, we're by Digby Reservoir near Holmfirth. Yeah, it's... It's uh, for the non-locals amongst us, of, of, you know, I'm sure there are a few. Um, it's last of the summer wine territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe there'll be a compo um, just around the corner somewhere. Get up the top of the hill here. Maybe we can try and go down the other side of it in a bath. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or well, some such. <laughs> Have you not noticed my flat cap and uh, whip it that I brought along today? Yeah, thank you for, for doing the whole... Obviously. Yeah, they could recast last of the summer wine as a slightly faster... Kind of not that fast. Though. Let's not go too fast. Well, you were just saying because you're, you know, your running CV is pretty strong. Lots of uh, races, lots of good paces. But you just said before we set off, yeah, that you're not uh, particularly run fit. What's your current running state? Um, What's your status? Yeah, <laughs> status poor. <laughs> yeah, really poor. Um, no, I think Boston Marathon this year um, for me was a real toughie. Yeah, yeah, that's the one with the um, weather, right? Yeah, the weather was just um, unbelievable, and I could not have predicted. I don't think anybody could, but no, it was it was freakishly bad. Wasn't yeah, it? I mean it, it was it was. Free, I mean I wasn't particularly in um, PB form anyway, so I was hoping for sort of uh, sub what sub three thirty would have been achievable. Yeah. Um, but given the conditions, um, I was sort of lucky to scrape in at sort of 3.39, um, you know, Which given, is, given the... It's a very sharp pace I mean, in really bad weather, isn't it? It just was... I can't even describe how bad it was. And then that... You know, I've never experienced anything like it. Um, so it was just really torrential rain yeah, sort of in your was, face and wind. But and it, was, it was weird. It was almost like sent from the gods. It was yeah, almost yeah. like this marathon shit just isn't hard enough for you guys. So, yeah, yeah, let's you just... Know, I ended up um, hiding in a port for an hour. Right. <laughs> Literally, it was a clean one. I was there early. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm checking my route here. Well, he's guys. checking his route. And, um, yeah, we're going up here. Oh, we're going up. Sorry. It's all right, no worries. So yeah, I found a clean, unused portaloo. Which is a victory in itself. Well, it was, because um, I was there early. Yeah. I had this is a good idea, but it's not necessary. No, we're carrying on the way we were going. Okay, right. Hiding well, in a portaloo. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, no. Well, that's it. That's just me. so you know, we will get lost. I just oh, that's fine. Right. 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 trying really yeah. hard not to get lost. I just lost. wish that's I had any, any sort of local geographical knowledge whatsoever would be good. I mean, basically, we're just running around the reservoir, sort of, aren't we? Yeah, no. Yeah, it's more complicated what? than that, Paul. It's much more complicated <laughs> okay. than that. Let's yeah. just go with the 
keep the water to our left and yeah, then yeah, surely we, we, we can't we go far wrong. Well, that's it. Paul went for a run in Australia and he ran down the coast and back. I managed to get got lost. lost. Yeah, I managed to get lost. Well, I'm, I'm seeing how that's possible <laughs> in the first five minutes of, the, of this um, this interview. But yeah, back to the portal. So it was clean. Yeah, I'd yeah, like yeah. to emphasize that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, um, and I sort of set myself up there. I had shower caps on my feet. Um, you know, I had compression socks on. Yeah. My hands, um, thermal gloves over those, uh, various bin bags, which I'd planned on binning at the start, as you would, but I ended up running the whole marathon wearing. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Um, and I've literally just never experienced anything um, anything like it. And then I did the lead half a few weeks after, still hadn't recovered. Yeah. Um, but since then, I've sort of enjoyed getting out on the bike a bit, so yeah. um, I'm enjoying the mix. Well, uh, people get into cycling, don't they? Yeah. Funnily enough about the Boston, I heard that the... Not to kind of dive headlong into the kind of gender debate, but I, the, yeah. the women would slow down less than the men with that, with the, with the, with the conditions. Really? Apparently that, that was a, yeah, apparently that was one of the sort of facts that came out of it. Well, it, I mean... Boston Marathon has history with that, isn't it? Because it was the anniversary um, of, of the woman who had to gate crash it. Yeah, Catherine Switzer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, and I mentioned... Um, you know her in the um, in the book. And, That's right. Yeah. You know the whole sort of marathon story. So it was epic for me to be there. Yeah. But under those conditions. Yeah. Um, well, it throws all of that when you're actually running the event in the rain. All of that, you kind of laugh in the face of all that. You know. Yeah, and actually, it becomes just a feat of completion. Yeah. Um, and literally, I've never had to stop and ask um, strangers to undo a gel. Right. <laughs> because I've got compression socks and thermal seal skin gloves yeah. on my hands and I can't help me yeah literally help. feed me I'm incapacitated <laughs> um, there's a bit in your book where you were concerned that you'd worn too much hot weather clothing to a, a winter run oh yeah that was hilarious I bet yeah. you wanted to have all that back that day well actually the iron the woolly hat um, I had the equivalent of that with me in Boston, so yeah, you know, the big bobbly woolly hat. The circle is complete. Yeah, <laughs> so I've sort of done a, a full 360 loop and come right back to the start, um, which takes some doing. But yeah, it just all fell apart. Um, and how long was it? How much time between Boston and that leads half? Um, was it a couple of weeks? Yeah. Um, two or three weeks, but it wasn't so much the time. It was just the um, emotionally it drained me. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is a really big experience for marathon, isn't it? At whatever speed you run it at, they're yeah, always yeah. change a little bit. That's it's a massive stone in the pond. Yeah. So, so I, I can't mean, imagine what a really, really tough one from start to finish well, it's would almost, feel like. You know? And almost because I think with Boston. It felt like such an achievement to be there. Yeah. Um, and it felt like such a, an epic thing to be a part of. And, you know, I never dreamt that I'd be able to qualify for a, a place at Boston. Of so course, yes. To, for your first experience of that, yeah. to be so arduous. Yeah. yeah. This somewhat, is what I qualified for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then it's, it takes some getting your head um, around. But... You know, I'm, I'm just so, I'm pleased I've done it. I will go back, um, I'm sure of that. But it's just a case of, you know, letting my body... Recover properly. Yeah. And also not falling out of love with running. Yeah. Because I found myself sort of at the peak of when everything was going well. Yeah. 2015, 2016. I was quite foolish in terms of... Um, inadequate rest just race after race Yeah, I sort of got on this ego centric oh look well, look what I can do and you're getting um, PBs all the time and yeah all. and then it became to sort of eat me up right yeah so it's almost it's like never ending quest for improvement yeah and it felt a bit like according to my therapist joke yeah <laughs> joke but not joking <laughs> yeah, yeah so not joking yeah it felt a little bit like um proving an invisible you know nothing to an invisible you know yes no yeah, one. yeah yeah um, yes and then it's like why yeah exactly well that's what a lot of the books about isn't it really trying to find out 
trying to find the right place for running in your life. Yeah, where it can be curative without becoming yeah. well, a kind of what what in someone else's. You know, we, we could be an addiction. You know what I mean? That's the thing. You think this is great. I'm into well, that's this. It. I mean, it's interesting that you ask that now because the follow-on book I'm writing now. Oh, good. It sort of it picks up on the story. Yeah. And it talks about where it turns into something quite negative for me. Yeah. Right. And it turns into very much the Empire Strikes Back to uh, yeah, well running for my life, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the um, book tile heads up. I'll uh, <laughs> yeah note to editor Joe. Are you listening? <laughs> um, but yeah, it turned into like I say, some ego-based diversion. Yeah. From some of the issues. It's a, it, for a lot of people, it's a hard thing to control, isn't it? Because running is obviously good fun. It makes you feel better. Yeah. It makes you feel fit and healthy. But it's hard to keep a lid on it for that reason. Because you think, if I do more, then I might well just feel better and better and better. Thank you. Yes. But it can start to be part of something that's beating yourself up, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I think with some of the issues that, you know, the whole essence of my book, and there's an irony running for my life and I do believe that running played a huge part in me sort of finding and saving myself yeah. um, but then it's is that the answer in itself yeah and the truth of it of course it isn't no you, you yeah you know and I think the reality of that was quite hard that, that it can't give you everything yeah that it just isn't the answer and you can itself. still even at a great level of fitness even a great level of um, happiness in the moment you can still be very much in the process of running away from something yeah and I think that's the the dawning of that for me was a huge shock right because it's almost like you know oh I'm there you know I found this thing I'm okay. fixed yeah I can do this Great. Left, left. Um, crack on. But actually, the finishing line was never there. Yeah, there isn't one. No. Yeah. So it's like, right, what happens now? Because without this, you know, I've just been blaring on. Yeah. It's people about 12 years yeah. without having Prozac medication. Um, because running's done all these things to help me. Yep. The reality of that being shit, it's not the whole. It's part answer. of it, but it's not the answer. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. it makes you feel better when you go for a run, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, and I love yeah. it. Yeah. But actually, the liberation for me has been the discovery that I can sort of open that up to other things. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, through a period of injury, and I would, I, you know, I'm convinced overtraining yeah sure coming out of the back end of 2016 um, so when you say you're overtraining what kind of give some you numbers running most days sort think, of thing yeah but it was running for the wrong reasons right um, running because I felt some silly obligation to uh, running at the same pace right always pushing pace yeah, yeah. Um, just not having any fun yeah just yeah Losing the why, um, yeah, yeah. You know, never taking it easy. Yep. You know things like, oh yeah, you know, I'm well into. If you're running slow, run slow. If you're running fast, yeah. You're doing speed work. Well, I get that now. Um, yeah. But yep. a few years ago, I just didn't. You did it all at the same so, pace. Yeah. So yeah. I was doing yeah. Like. Rob, meet Rachel. Rachel, meet Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Rob used to do. I ran my whole life (laughs) until I met Paula. In fact, until we did this podcast, I basically ran like I was running for a bus. Everyone's like, you're pretty fast over distance. It's like, yeah, but that's because I'm running as fast as I can all the time. And actually, don't get me wrong, but in my my own naivety, it sort of worked. Yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. uh, Come 2014, 2015, um, before everything sort of... I overdid it all. Yeah. Did my running economy, I had a test at Loughborough. Yeah. Running economy was shit hot. Yeah, yeah. Guess why? Because I'd just gone and done shitloads of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so what, when you say running economy, you mean your style sort of thing? No, yeah. the, your, your body's ability to, um, to sort of burn fuel all right, over, yeah, yeah. over distance. The so. body fat, your index, all that stuff. So I guess it's, it's almost like the hours 
you've earned. Oh no, a gate. On your feet. <laughs> Up yeah. and draw round. No, I have to say, you know, I really totally hit. I mean, I think that in a in my own quiet way, I'm quite a similar um, runner to you. You know, it wasn't something I'd have imagined myself doing. Yeah. As a as a teenager, you know. And, uh, you know, like sport at school was just, yeah. it was anathema to me. You know, it's like, yes. I just don't stop even, don't even want to talk about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was almost like, um, like for me, it was an offensive word. It was almost like, um, so alien to me. And it's cultural as well, isn't it? I think that's nice. You, you, the, the, the beginning of running for my life, you get the sense of what things were like and how different it was then. I mean, I, I think these guys, like Paul right. and other friends of ours who, you know, kind of get to be runners of a certain age you've always loved it in a way they know they love it because when cross country was waved around like a punishment yeah. there's a few people often men who were like I'm, I'm actually quite enjoying this but the rest of us it's yeah. like it was waved like a stick you know yeah, so and negative it, and actually it was um, I think it was a little cultural thing yeah back in the years I mean I've just turned 40 so happy birthday talking yeah <laughs> thanks it's not one to celebrate by the way it's like Oh, it's oh, a good one. Good one. So you're significantly younger than us, so that's a win um, for you. But yeah, you, you know, you're talking over 20 years ago when there'd literally be one girl in our class slower than me at the right. cross countries. Yeah. And I just see it as some kind of almost like a, a Roman amphitheatre of yeah. public humiliation. Essentially, school's going, yeah. ha yeah. ha! Spectacle. And yeah. like, oh my god, look at her with the chafing thighs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, and that, you know, she's got the fat girl's camel to, camel's toe going on. <laughs> it's like, I've lived yeah. that and I know what that humiliation yeah. sort of is. So. And in a weird way, I don't know if it's positive or negative, but when it changes, when you get into running and you're not that person anymore, it's kind of physically or mentally, one of the things that I think is maybe good about it, but maybe kind of a balancing act is you never lose that, that teenager is still there you know yes, I'm yes. always one of the things that keeps me running there's still part of me that's like wow look at me doing this well I think you know. that's, that's where it got me and I think that's the learning um, for me with it all because perhaps you know this is some kind of pseudo psychological um, feel free but, yeah, for get there you know, maybe it's you know to some degree with me trying to run away from having been that person yes. right. um, and having lived with those labels and that self-image and yeah. I think maybe the faster that I got and the times I was getting and the prizes I mean on what planet do you expect to be first lady yes. in yeah, a 20 yeah. mile road race yeah, 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 when yeah. you've been second to last in a cross country when you're still the kind of person I mean it is again the slightly ridiculous thing but you do where you like standing having done a number of races and whatever still standing next to other people going oh look at all these real runners and me yeah yeah and I think it's almost that journey it really sort of perhaps blew my head a little bit because I couldn't tell if I was looking at the 17 year old sort of chubby academic geek which obviously I still am yeah um, or this person who sort of morphed herself into a, a semi-decent superhero yeah, yeah, yeah. well <laughs> semi-decent um, level runner so there was almost this warped version of Raoul who am I now then yeah and, and ultimately if you are trying to run away from yourself bad luck because you're always yeah, going to be there always, yeah <laughs> and it will catch up with you our friend uh, Mickey D who's a fierce Australian runner and kind of swapped you know substance addictions for a running addiction and he's got he says you say why do you run Mickey why are you running so hard you're just running away from yourself and he said yeah Hi. well of course I'm running away from myself I owe me money yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's also that thing of when you've run fast times and you maybe overtrained and stuff working out to what extent do you want to work to get faster if you can get faster do you know what I mean all those yeah. things about yeah, you almost don't running know, into the future you know you almost don't know where your limits lie because yeah. you've blown yourself so far um, outside your own expectations it's like well where do I go yeah by the um, way great pace you neither of you I don't know if Paul's just keeping up with you Rachel but neither of you have slowed down at all for this hill right. <laughs> it's very like impressive the, I'd like to thank Rob personally for choosing the, the, the one mile uphill 
route. We want to be on that path over there, but there's a left turn coming up, but we're not Is there a, yet. I'm all right. Okay. Um, we're doing fine. We've done a lot of hills today. They've got hills in the country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Honestly, where's the tarmac when you need it? Yeah. What's with all these, like, cobbles and stones? And so where, where are you from originally then, Rach? Halifax. Right. So I'm born and bred. Right. Um, in West Yorkshire. And have you always lived in Yorkshire, have you? Um, I've travelled about right, of course. a little bit with um, like my legal career and yeah. other things. I had a phase of pretending to be some kind of a you know, semi-successful city chick. Yes. And that just went tits up because I just couldn't get away with it. Right. Um, <laughs> the Prozac and alcohol unravelled me very quickly. Um, but then there's... It feels like what you've part of what you've been wrestling with is self-awareness, yeah. which we'd all consider as a healthy trait. But if you're being self-aware, but not particularly self-forgiving, yeah, <laughs> like it's a really tough relationship, isn't it? And I think also, like with the running, it's been hard for me to learn to be kind to myself. Yeah, that's um, interesting. An example being that I did the Dubai Marathon in 2016 January yeah that was the year that round by us we had the worst floods over the Christmas and New Year period yeah bridges were washed away it was a terrible winter for sort of a, a January marathon we go out there you know we've got jet lag we're knackered we get a few hours sleep we're up at four to go to the start line. It's tough, isn't it? This is us. Oh, no, it's not. There's the left. No, it is here. <laughs> Look, guys, it's here. This is the left, is it? Yeah, thank goodness. Cool. Because the Dubai Marathon, weirdly, we know about that because the uh, comedy pin motors out there, I think they run a sound system for that marathon. Well, it's a brilliant marathon, but... Is it? Yeah. Um, and actually, in terms of a... You know, a, a fast time on flat tarmac if that's your bag. Yeah. Starts in the it dark. It would be perfect, yeah. Yeah, if you're not so bad with the heat. Yeah. Then crack on. Um, well organised and, you know, I did what I could um, on that. Suffered a little bit when it started to get hotter. Of course, yeah. And I came in again way behind my PB. Um, it's at 3.35. Right. For that one. Um, but rather than be kind to myself and think, oh, hang on a minute, Rachel, you know, you've had really tough winter training conditions. Yeah. Um, you've got jet lag. You've, you know, barely had time to sleep, eat or wake. And you're here on the start line. It's um, sort of 5.45am. Yeah. Just chill out with yourself. And, and I know that, you know, we're all the world's best at making these excuses. But rather than just being kind and saying, Do you know what, you did it and you did all right. Yeah. I turned it into some... Some self-berating oh. um, negative yeah some kind of oh well you're shit now then yeah yeah because right. it was only last year that you were getting so 316 317 yeah um, and then I made myself and I hate myself for this because it's such a hard thing to admit but I was out running the next morning oh. from the hotel room because I was like punishing myself not having delivered oh um, my word and I was <laughs> and, uh, yeah it's quite emotional because um that's um, like a really hard sort of place to. Um, <laughs> oh shit! You got me crying on the motorway. No. Oh, well, thanks for I sharing. Hate you both. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like you know, how can I go there, do that, yeah. try as hard as I did, yeah, yeah, and then run on literally broken legs. Well, it comes back. Um, and then there's something mental in that. There's something sort of unhinged in. <laughs> I think to actually accept that. Yeah. That's not a medical term, is it, unhinged? Well, it can be now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm happy to be the yeah, guinea pig for that You're owning that one. Put me full of whatever drugs you want to. <laughs> um, you know, under whatever therapy. But it is, that's going right back to what you were saying about um, pushing onwards and ever upwards. It's a really simple um, uh, kind of equation that you work and work and work towards this kind of training finish line. <laughs> And then you get there and you're like, what next? I mean, in your case, like that, you were really uh, beating yourself up. But the thing yeah. that, that it's really easy for, for anyone, even like, I don't know, doing the first 10K to fall into, is to think that that person who's just finished that run is a normal balanced you. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And that is the highs and the lows. Like when the, when and, you it, first... and it's not true. You know, no. we all have this bag load of issues. Yeah. And I defy anybody to, to not have any reason at all, yeah. you know, that's slightly unstable <laughs> for 
for running and doing these crazy things that yeah. we all do. But um, but yeah, that, that just struck me as something that it's taken me a year and a half to accept that there was a problem yeah. with me doing that. Yeah, that um, yeah. And I'd be horrified if a friend of mine did that. You know, I'd be horrified if if a friend sort of said, oh, I've run a marathon, but because I thought I was shit, you went for then a I'm gonna, I ran the next day and caused indeterminable damage to my, to my muscles. Yeah, yes, yeah. of course. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's just they're recovering, aren't they? That's right. When does it stop? It feels like when we bumped into a metaphor whilst having yeah. this conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it the bridge and, or the stepping stone? And I've just pulled myself back from the emotional, uh, oh my God, you know, we're on Trisha show from 1996 tears. So no, but it, but the, the, there comes a point at which... If you get it right, running can become something that you give to yourself as like a gift as opposed yes. to something that you beat yourself yeah, up with. Absolutely. You know? and, and, yeah. and a lot of people do get confused with it. And, and shadow I think that's exactly what happened to me. I think because of the backstory, yeah. as Rob was saying, you know, when you've come from a place where this was literally unfeasible and impossible. Yeah. Sorry, impossible for me. Hey, afternoon. Um, then it's almost like it becomes a drug. Yeah, yeah. And you want more and more. Yeah, um, and and, it, and also it's confusing because you kind of then you get to the point where you're saying to yourself, how can th- how could this be a bad thing? It's so obviously a positive. Yeah. And that's confusing. But I think a counsellor um, a few years ago was saying something about boat rockers, and I think that's really I've always found that really useful. This sense that when you're having a hard time, when you have a bad thing, I mean it's still something that can be very much misshapen and used against you by yourself you know what I mean you yeah. take a, something that could happen to anyone but isn't any fun yeah from a bad day to a major relationship I don't know to break. a bere- bereavement or relationship stuff and it used to, you know that can really be a way of pushing yourself down but it can be very confusing when something that seemed like the opposite of that like completing a marathon or getting a great job yeah. is still a negative. But what they are is boat rockers. They all shake you up. They don't have positivity or negativity attached to them. Yeah. They're just big. And then what you were after is, in the end, is equilibrium. And I think Very I, hard to get that thought out on that climb. The danger for me was to fix all my self-worth on my running yeah. and on my outcomes. Yeah, which a lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's why things like Strava, Yeah. I do measure my um, some of my routes on Strava, but I keep it private because I found myself getting in this constant sort of chasing uh, myself. And again, very outcome-based. <laughs> Yeah. And I just don't think it's very healthy for me yeah. to do that. It's funny because sometimes we say to ourselves, we're not competitive because we're not competitive with uh, others. But you can be competitive really yourself. competitive with yourself. Yeah. And this brings me to what I wanted to ask you. Is you've written a book about running. It's an excellent balance. Oh my goodness, sorry about my, sorry listeners for my desperate physical state, but it's a really nice balance of the personal and the accessible, you know? Yeah. I think the people, even though you've really told your story and not been, you know, you've been very honest about your life to that point, but still people reading that are going to go find so much they can relate to, you know? Yeah, I think, and there is that for everyone. We all have these our chimps that try to tell us that we're not good enough or as runners we're not fast enough or thin enough or just enough 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 yeah that's right actually what are we allowing ourselves to believe yeah Um, and when is enough ever enough but it is isn't it running for better or worse it is about the relationship with the voices with the voices you know we talked a lot on the podcast about the kind of the voices on our shoulders you know the the one that says just stop and the other one that says you're weak carry on yeah. there isn't a goody or a baddie there's just different aspects of yourself but I think there's a time for either yeah and I think there's a time to push yourself and to blow your own 
limitations yeah. out of the water. But then it's a real balance then as to how far you, you take that. Especially if you feel it become a negative thing. Yep. And it starts to ruin the love. No, I sometimes think that running's a bit like I take a lot of inspiration from the tennis. I think it's really good in your book you include runs you didn't enjoy. And they're still yeah. part of a positive journey, you know? You've got to find that balance where you're kind of like a top tennis player where you're still winning where you're losing. Yeah, you know? and also you understand why you're doing it. Yeah. If you're doing it like I was after Dubai, almost crying yeah. with, you know, arguably injured limbs. Yeah, um, you're just one step away from literally beating yourself up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, on every level, that's unhealthy. And yep. I just think to stop and, you know, like we are now, we're not stopping. Thank God I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, just stopping and looking around you and thinking, thinking am I enjoying this? Should I put sun cream on? Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, and just almost bringing it back to why. Because there have been various, more than moments, there have been races and really quite long periods where I've wondered what am I chasing and why. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, well, Paul has been commissioned to write his book. Cool. About getting his, uh, well, it's the quest. Well, it's about marathons. Did, did you really. or didn't you get your sub three? Well, it's about marathons, really, and why people do them. Yeah. But I think there's something in us that also quite likes the pain of it, isn't there, as well? So it's trying to work out what that is as well. Yeah, you have to take that yeah. I mean? It's sort of negative and positive. There's something that we're working out when we do it. Yeah, Which is why it's so nice when you can stop at the end of a good marathon. Or yeah. <laughs> and I think that's the thing that I think if any of us knew the real answer to that, you know, we would have, you know, literally millionaires. It's probably different for everyone, isn't it? I'd imagine, yeah. It's, uh, it but it's funny that everyone chooses this activity that they know is going to be really hard. Yeah. <laughs> and they seem quite cheerful before it, don't they? Yeah. And on, the, on the morning of the race. And I think there is something about, you know, everything from the fresh air to the feeling of um, achievement. And running with other people. And yeah. The and crowd. And, you know, down to the, you know, the, the medal at the end, you know, all of it's symbolic of effort, of bravery. Yeah. You know, of, of achievement, of, I think, literally being brave enough to stand on the start line and give it a go um, yeah, yeah. really without any at every level without any knowledge yes. and outcome because nobody can predict no no that's a great thing about it is at any speed you're running at it's still the, the same event really isn't it yeah and also there's a weird thing about if you think about it we're all trying as hard as each other yeah. just some of us are Doing faster and slower than Others. Yes, so yeah, yeah, I agree. It's yeah. almost like that doesn't take away and the speed doesn't diminish the effort. No. It's almost like everything is so personal yeah. and relative. They were turning, it's okay. <laughs> I did just check them out because they're running further and further away. But this, uh, this path we're on loops around the head of the valley and maintains its height so and that we can cruise all the way down the hill back to the I was imagining off. a flat tarmac path. Yeah, yeah, around sorry. Come on, it's lovely, you love it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Then Rob, there will be... A it's turning, it's turning. There'll be a voodoo doll with pins in it by the end of the day. Fair enough. With your, with your spectacular cropped white hair. Yeah, yeah. So if you feel... Thanks, <laughs> I just had it done. If you feel tinges of searing pain later on... Ah! Yeah, he's, don't start. She's already started. Let him get back before the voodoo kicks in. Yeah, I yeah. Need a, uh, I need a new Tintin hair selfie now you've said that. <laughs> Check it. Check me out. Yeah, Tintin. Tintin the go-go. Yeah. Tintin. Yeah. In, I'm the picture in Tintin's attic, you know, because he never ages. <laughs> and I'm a silver fox, or at the very least, some kind of silver badger. <laughs> yeah. I think also, maybe, going back to what you were saying, Paul, about the uh, um, people putting themselves through this thing, is I think maybe it's a modern... Uh, comfortable society thing it's really nice and again maybe more familiar as a narrative to me and you than to you Paul is that sense of rediscovering what it's like to use and be in charge of your body yeah and I think you know? for me right at the start when we started chatting I know we started off on you know I've been doing a bit of biking and things but I think one of the massive things I've, I'm learning and it's a continuing journey is it doesn't have to just be running yeah so I'm not limiting myself to that and yeah I'm actually loving the the, the prospect of learning again yeah. yeah so things like with my biking you know it's been fab to you know in the midst of a really dark place of injury and non-running last year yeah to dig out an old mountain bike yep and to start to learn how to you know ride in a really basic sense and then a few months later you know myself and um, my husband Gav we um, cycled across Costa Rica yep and um, which was bloody hard were there dinosaurs um yeah just a few that's a shame but, that can um, be tough Actually, it's probably apt to mention that Gav did, um, he toppled over and pushed me down a, a skill, a, a scree, right, gosh. hill at one point, so whether he'd seen a dinosaur yeah. and it just pushed him. When a velocipede meets a velociraptor. That's so another useful uh, book title for if you want it. <laughs> I think I'm good with that one. Yeah, you don't need that one. Um, but yeah, that's been an interesting journey, and it still is. And in a way, I'm grateful to the loss of running. Um, it's opened my eyes to well, some other things. Yeah. Are you going to look at maybe triathlons? I've done, Possibly. I did it. Um, I would do if I wasn't a shit swimmer. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I did a, a duathlon last year, and that's an interesting one. Um, and my running's coming back and I'm just trying to see it all in a bit of I sound so bloody sensible yeah but I think I was thinking that just when we crossed the stream back there and he said it's not just about running you know that's not just a training mantra that's life you know yeah and you can't put it all on this one can't put it all on this yeah and I think also look see guys this will take us all the way back and I think in terms of the fitness gain, you know, it's taken the really bad experience of losing my running. Yep. Robbie's such a poser. <laughs> um, I'm getting shot so that everyone can see <laughs> what we've achieved. Um, <laughs> I haven't got a selfie stick like you. <laughs> so, yeah, it's taken for me to lose what I thought was my fix. Yeah. To actually arguably get fitter right. and stronger. Yeah. Um, 
by discovering these other things and I'm thinking that in the mid to long term that's that can only help absolutely you no know, it must help avoid injury and stuff as well yeah, on a practical level and also like you know for yoga and I always poo-pooed things like that thinking oh well you know what's that going to do and yeah. yeah you know you stand and you know chant you know have you, mantras have, have you started your yoga then are you into yeah, it well, yeah yeah and, <laughs> and I do yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know my head's probably as, as mental as this well I hate to use comparisons but you know I'd love to I think I could top trump many people on <laughs> sort of the off the scale could you top you trump <laughs> well <laughs> no I'd give him a run for his yeah, yeah. or vice versa yeah, but, um, yeah. but yeah I think you know everything that helps helps uh, absolutely and, um, I think yoga in particular I mean we're, we're, I think we're funny because we really like the idea I think you did it once I did it once loved it never did it again <laughs> <laughs> I liked it I used to do it before I started running and then when I started running Put so much time into the running. Yeah, and I haven't got time. You can't do everything. No. I think that's another thing. I found that running was taking up literally all of my time. Um, Whereas, you know, you find that you've literally got piles and piles of housework to do, and the weekend's been and gone. And yeah, you know, I've even done things like, you know, you make excuses to why you can't attend meetings and yeah, yeah, yeah got this fixation in your head of this is the route I'm going to do or yeah, yeah. You know, everything sort of is sacrificed for it and also like you say when you're doing it when you've got a day job and you're doing a major event I mean we've been becoming aware of this because we live in a very rarefied atmosphere where as comedians not only have we got time to go for a run you know mid-morning or whatever but um, it's you know we can think about what we're doing you know we're real sort of free agents solo sole traders you know yeah but you just realise that a massive majority of people who train for distance you know it's all about the time yeah and in like you say with sort of family life and stuff you, you, you know that is, the, that is the time you're giving away to it you know if you're and, and, and training on weekends and week, week, weekday evenings I agree and I think also we've got to be really careful and, you know I, I cannot believe I'm sounding so bloody grown up and sensible but I think we're living in this like uh, social media world where everyone else is training harder or yes. they're fitting in the 5am run yeah. for work and they've got three children yeah, yeah. and they've got a day job and they're a consultant um, yes, neurologist yeah. Yeah, and yeah. They, they volunteer for the local church yeah, yeah. and they're a, a guide group leader and it's like yeah. well fuck I'm none of those yeah, yeah, yeah. and I still can't do it so yeah. it's like you know I think we need to be really careful as to yeah, yeah. like the comparisons and the yeah well, I think also going strata, sorry sorry yeah well, I think going back, when it comes down to it, those other people, it's just you again. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you put someone up and say, I can't believe I'm not doing what so-and-so person yeah. is doing. It's the same as they say, you know, everyone you meet in a dream is just another you. And uh, yeah. that's all ultimately. And, and I think just the, the comparisons, it's a funny one. And again, I think it's a balance because it's good to have a look and see what other people are doing. And, yeah. you know, it's great and it's encouraging and it's inspirational. And, you know, it's fun. You know, you want yeah. to see... You know what, so and so. Yeah. You know what's um, what Susie Chan up to in some superhero yeah. other planet kind of a world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then nobody has your life. No, yes. they don't. Nobody has your wife or your husband. Nobody has your um, pals are washing. Nobody has your job, and nobody has your mind. And I think it's nope. it's that thing of almost focusing on trying to get to know you better and where it all sits for you. Yes. Rather than chasing a ten mile room at 7am knowing you've got to come back and your child's going to be in a raw croissant yeah. um, because you've left your husband to feed her <laughs> yeah, and that yeah. actually has happened um, <laughs> and also being aware of the pressures of being the Susie Chan figure as well Yeah, he's got to keep yeah. it all going <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah, and, and I think in my own really sort of not even Z list kind of a, of a way I'd built that up in my head to be thinking yeah. right. right shit people so, are watching yeah, yeah. Well, they like, are. That's right. You're only in your hometown. It's like, oh, um, no, but they are. They are keeping up appearances. But it's yeah. okay. And then it's like, well, actually, you know, yeah, I've done some good stuff, and I'm really proud of some of that. Yeah. And on those days, I know what's worked. And yeah. one of my favourite ever races was the Yorkshire Marathon 2014, and literally, I floated around the course. And, yeah. yeah. Nice. And nice. And it just will always be that for me. Yeah. You know, it will always be something that felt ethereal, and it felt otherworldly and it felt easy yeah, yeah. And, and yeah and you'll good. always be there you know and it doesn't matter you can be out here we can go oh god but the, the part of you is still on that lovely run forever yeah you know you and carry it with you 
change and I think the quest of but again for me mentally after that race and that lovely experience very soon the dark clouds descended yeah and within the same 24 hour period yeah um, I was thinking I'm never going to do that again I'm never going to get that time again it's a come down isn't it it's a come down and it's almost like the biggest kick in the knackers half a female the old the alternative yeah 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 can possibly imagine and I look back with horror and actually a little bit of disgust because I'm thinking you know at least have the wherewithal and be kind enough to yourself don't take it away from yourself yeah to yeah. be proud yeah and be pleased that you in- not only did you get a good time for you it's all relative yeah um, but you enjoyed that experience and yes sort yeah, of yeah. that's why you're trying and run isn't it yeah and to steal that from uh, yourself I think that's why it's important to juxtapose you know, we, we've always been a bit resistant to travel. It's a good thing. Lots of people love it. But there's a big difference between this kind of online-y... We're sort of running together, but it's a kind of slightly... It's a measured, fictionalised version of it. And the actual magic of running in events, the way that is... You almost can't help but see that this is a moment that's on the one hand being shared by tens of thousands of people and, and on the other hand it's, it's tens solitary. of thousands of totally individual journeys whole heart it's just, it's just you yeah and also and that's the thing it all comes down to you and I think we mentioned about you know what's the magic of the marathon I think one of the things for me is that very point Robin it's it rests with me yep. you know all of it is nobody can help you on that day nope. you know you are entirely responsible and, uh, and uh, your attitude and that voice when you tell yourself that when you realise that it's not a kind realisation but it's not a mean realisation either no, it's, it's just clarity and it's not to say that the um, that's where it came from that's, that's beautiful done alright there guys that's nice yeah and uh, see we're going it, it feels like we're that was the half point waypoint, but this return journey is, is direct so it's we're nearly there now guys honest it's beautiful it's yeah, it's a nice, nice run and I think just to bring it back to the, you know, you can be in the crowds of the, the glory of the London Marathon and even Boston when you had, you know, people lining the streets covered in, you know, various layers. Yeah, yeah. 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 And under canvases and all sorts of stuff. And all that helps. But ultimately, only you can make one foot keep going in front of the other. Yeah. And regardless how many people cheer you on or how much encouragement or love or help you get, all of it is your is you yes yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think you take the responsibility for that and actually you should allow yourself like I am learning to to take the you know the achievement as well and the yes. you know credit yourself yeah, yeah. when you handle it well and when so, that's not there anymore of course it's not there anymore you're not in the middle of a marathon but you can still visualise it you can still own it you know it, it happened it's and yours think, and I think also one of the um the points, the reasons why I chose to run that very first marathon, I think it was to prove to myself just the depths of strength that I had mentally. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was even physical. Yeah. I think it was like the terror of motherhood. Yeah. And the sort of shit, how can I do this? Well, I think that um, that's one of the things that's interesting in your book is that you discovered running as a thing. Not early on, but you know, earlier on than than you necessarily had a running epiphany. Yeah. It was kind of there, but it took motherhood yeah. for you to access what it really meant to you. Yeah, and, and in a good like, way. Yeah, yeah. And it was almost like a false start, and yeah. I feel as I've sort of lived every version of um, of running as it's possible to, you know, other than being at any kind of, you know, anywhere near any kind of elite level. In terms of an amateur runner, I've experienced everything from, yeah. like you say, the, the thermal fat suit in a winter race. Yep. Uh, and coming behind people that, you know, <laughs> you'd, you'd think, my God, you know, I'm sure that there's some kind of physiological reason. Yes, yeah, How yeah. on earth is there? You know, I'm not being funny, but there is that sort of, God, Thank am you. I this bad? Yes, yep. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Thank you. To then, like I say, taking a Breville juicer and uh, a bottle of Blossom Hill because you've won a race. It's like, <laughs> and, and everything in between. Yep, yep. But I feel like some kind of a... I'm trying to learn the zen art of um, balanced running at the moment, I think. And can you fix a motorbike? 
Or is that a different Zen art? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's that's it's a basic thing. Just the word balance, you know, it's equilibrium. Like I say, sometimes something is so amazing. You think, how can that be a negative? But you know, in the wider scheme of things, that when you peak, you're going to trough. You know, if you go that high up, you're going to come down. We're literally running up and down hills as we say this. Yeah, but also, when when something is amazing, you know, why can't this run that we're doing now be amazing? You know, we are free. We're we're fit and healthy enough to run in this beautiful place. I'm not stuck behind an office printing money for some greedy boss in a law firm. Yeah, yeah. You know, how is this not an amazing experience? Why does it have to be? Are you saying it isn't? (laughs) No, absolutely. Sorry, there was room for interpretation there. I I should have been clearer. I should have been clearer. Um, Hashtag practice brown nosing. (laughs) But um, I think that's absolutely right. Actually, I want to know what you think of this from here. Talking about what you've said since Dubai and stuff. Because I found it... um, uh, really compelling and uh, well I just like the idea but I thought you were more measured in whether it was a good or a bad thing that for that first marathon like all your training ones were, were races you know I think that's really good for kind of training for a certain level of yeah, I, I of think, achievement I suppose I think it was very good for discipline yep. for me because obviously um, you know a lot of people do join running clubs well I was in a situation where I didn't th- I didn't have the confidence embarrassingly enough to sort of to join a running club because at the time I was a personal trainer and I thought that I should have been fitter than I actually was because yes. right. I was eating loads of saurine and drinking loads of wine so yeah, yeah. it was like shit which I sounds d- good by the way <laughs> well I, I loved it you know just a little side story off that I did once get um, caught for speeding and asked for photographic evidence and when they sent this big A4 photograph through yeah. there was me at the wheel with an entire bar of saurine <laughs> on a speed the, camera yeah, are you sure yeah. it was a speed camera not a small so, loaf camera obviously Thanks. I didn't pursue the um, cheers Thanks, I didn't mate. pursue the challenge because <laughs> it could have got me on a number of levels um, for that but it was just this like saurine and a malt the, loaf the at the wheel of, of this yellow you know the yellow wrapper um, yeah, yeah. so I was like yeah, shit, I'll stick with the speeding um, fine that's, that, that's fine that's but yeah, so I, I didn't think I was. Um, I didn't give myself the credit to to even dare to join a, a running club yeah. at that time, and I think it was a very solitary mission for me. Yeah. And the only way that I could almost do that was to put a series of races in. And yes. I wouldn't really advise that kind of hodgepodge. I was going to say you said probably from here, like yeah, maybe that's a regret, but. It must have helped as well. I mean, it is, again, it's balanced. There's good and bad in that, isn't there? I mean, it helps in the sense of, you know, you have to just get through every single race. I mean, I remember turning up to a, quite a, a local race, Ben 20. Yep. It's a road race. Um, you know, and I had no idea what the ascent, and, you know, oh, it's supposed to be a bit hilly. Yeah. Well, fuck me. I mean, I've never experienced the shock of those hills over that distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know I remember that wasn't long before that first marathon either, was no it? it was literally a few weeks before and again yeah. the naivety with which I sort of entered into that race and oh that way good nearly missed that we'd have been back out on the moor we've just got to get back around this reservoir now guys right okay pretty beautiful as well it's okay. gorgeous isn't it? we, I mean it's we nice could swim across but you said that's your, that's your weak area in the triathlon yeah, yeah. yeah. I could do I mean you know I'll, I'll doggy paddle yeah. <laughs> I'll try for nothing um, that's not the only kind of uh, dog activity they do up at this car park <laughs> over yeah. how do you know that uh, I don't know, no, I don't have know you anything research anyway was do not, you come here often I was googling and I found some things I I'd rather not have done I thought you found these hills familiar <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but I think, as well, it's just a case of, I think it's character building, that's what it is. Yeah, well, it's intensive, isn't it? I mean, it definitely, it, 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 that's an enhanced training schedule. Yeah, and like a lot of people that, you know, just this past weekend, you know, I've seen loads of stuff on social media. There are so many people that have done, the, like, the race to the stones, and, yep. you know, there are all these challenges, and they'll be with people forever, you know, they'll be yep. their experiences. I, I they'll, think... have, they'll have discovered depths of their character that they just didn't know existed before. Yeah, yeah. And I think also what's nice is when you look at the wider... I mean, as, as we were saying, I think that you're very clear on the way things have changed in society with regard to this, to running and, and what it means to people and what it means to women and men and right. non-professional runners. Don't fall down into there, by the way. I'm going to go this way. There's velociraptors at the bottom there. <laughs> um, it's quite a dangerous spot, isn't it? It's like Rivendell. Funny enough, I was just going to say, Woo! sorry, I've stopped. <laughs> um, I... Uh, uh, 
I, I th- I'm glad it's like Rivendell because I was going to say I think I've said this to you before Paul but that thing you were saying about the voice in your head when you do a big run being someone who always makes the film reference for me it's Galadriel in uh, Lord of the Rings yeah. when Frodo's really suffering he collapses yeah. and she appears to him Kate Blanchett right absolutely incredible ethereal elfin beauty yeah, yeah, yeah. in a sunshiny glade yeah. and she gives him this huge smile and then her voice in his head in his head says only you can do this so you have to <laughs> and you're kind of waiting for her to say something nice like go on or I yeah. love you or whatever and she doesn't she yeah. just says it's your job to do this and that's what that marathon that solo marathon achievement is isn't it it's like yeah. there's 40,000 people heading for that finish line but you're the one in charge of your feet I think also it's like you know you, you made reference to the Kate um um, character and you know you wait for this ethereal vision to come and save you and rescue you and give you the words of wisdom and give you the power and the strength that you need yep. and actually you know that might happen you know once in every you know something might just come to you at the right time in, in one race at one moment in time yep. but actually 99 um, times out of 100 there's fuck all there other than <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. just grit your teeth and get through it and well in real well, terms in real terms you know the fitter you get the less likely it is to happen it's, yeah. it's, the, yes. it's the endorphins that set and, that and kind of stuff off. It's the normality of it. Do you know what? There is no magic here. There is yeah. no, there is no magic. It's just training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. it's just strength. It's mental <laughs> yeah, strength. Yeah, yeah. Another one, there's no magic here. Another um, uh, fictional corollary for that is uh, when Harry Potter thinks, and sorry, bit, bit of a plot spoiler. If you haven't read book three yet, <laughs> blank out for a second. But uh, Harry Potter thinks he's seen his dad and it inspires him to his greatest ever magic. Yeah. And then later on you find out he was just, it was just him. He saw himself and his dad wasn't there. It's the same thing. It's only you in the end. And I wonder how many of those to make things. this magic. But, and so many weird, crazy things go through your head, don't they, when you're at moments of real struggle or weakness. Or yep. You try everything. You try talking to yourself. You count numbers. You, yep. you, know, you bloody pray to some unknown being. It's like yep. you, you try everything. Yep. But at the end of the day, it's just a choice. Yep. To either You've carry chosen on. it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You, either, you either choose to um, yeah. you choose your next step you choose what you do next and yeah. there's a lot you know God almighty there have been times when you just pray for a miracle yeah, yeah. I like Boston yeah. I just was you know at Heartbreak Hill 17 miles in yeah. you've run in Thank a headwind at you. um, you know you've run 17 miles in one direction in the worst conditions possible yeah. and every part of you is screaming just can something or somebody do something yeah. anything yeah. to make this Easier. fucking do, do something yeah, yeah, yeah. stop this experience yeah, yeah. this is not what I booked yeah, yeah. this is not what I planned and I suppose some people get to that moment and then they do stop maybe part of that learning we've been talking about is sometimes that's okay you know what I mean it's dangerous isn't it to push it but it's also very empowering yeah, and also, it's not just about stopping for a rest or for a breather. It's, do you stop and gather your thoughts, which again, you know, there's nothing at all wrong with that, or do you stop the race? I mean, yeah. you know, there are different versions of, of stopping even. Yes. There's nothing wrong if you need a rest break. Yep, yep. You know, if you're at that stage where your body needs that, yes. then listen to your body and do Absolutely, it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's when it gets dangerous, yeah. There's a big difference between that yep. and just, which I could have easily done at 17 miles in Boston, um, is just think, just bollocks to it, you know. Yep. And then I get back and I, and I realise, I find out that a shitload of the elites have dropped out and I'm like, well, am I yeah, stupid yeah, or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck am I doing? A lot, of people, a lot of people pulled out. <laughs> it was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think also it's confusing with weather, isn't it? That's the thing. It, you know, London this year is very hot. Unfortunately, we're at the car park. It's the wrong car park. It's all right. I'm just going to get far. down to the other car park. Afternoon. Afternoon. Hi. But um, watch out for this van. Okay. This is nice. We're going back across the uh, dam. Dam! <laughs> <laughs> Not holding back much water at the moment. Place. Yeah, it's just nice. But yeah, because that's the thing. If, if you really know your stats and you're really into the training and stuff, and we're watching people literally run till they collapsed in that Hackney Half a few years ago, it was really hot. Yeah. And it just changes all the rules. 
So you've got to listen to your body, haven't you? Yeah, you It do. must be the same in a storm. You definitely you, do. You're and burning think, more energy. And I think also, you know, I've had the experience, the unfortunate experience of I've run past, well, it's happened on two, two occasions now, runners that have both, um, you know, collapsed in, in races. Um, and it's happened once in the London Marathon 2012 and another at the Humber Half Marathon, I think it was the same year. And to see that... People in distress. Yeah, to yep. see people. Yeah. We've, all, we've all seen it. And I think to see people in distress and... Again, it comes back to that pushing yourself in moderation and yep. knowing when to just when to put the pressure on and then when to take it off again. And yep, yep. So hard to get right, isn't it? It is hard, and I think for me the hard bit has been the mental aspect of it. Um, and like I said, chasing an old version of myself that no yep. longer exists and yep. that kind of stuff. So yeah, Jack for this all, car. We all have those chimps they just come in varying different forms so you're working on a new book as we speak yes i'm uh, i'm writing follow-on which does document the sort of you know the, the fast times and the, the winning right um, to the peak races. yeah and then the, then then the sort of the dropping off the edge of the cliff and how that felt and really what that was like and where that took certain things that I was experiencing like um, a condition called body yeah. um, dysmorphia and all the things we've, we've talked about really so it picks up the, the story in 2012 Sounds great. Yeah. sort of follows on from there and it finishes ironically the epilogue is um, the Boston Marathon and this right. sort of, you know, <laughs> right. and this, this Disaster. sort of thing <laughs> that was sent from <laughs> the wrath of God yeah. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, it's still very much in the writing. So at a day-to-day level, and uh, with a view to tips for Paul, what's your relationship? What's the relationship between running and writing in your day? Um, do they help each other? They, they, they do in terms of the discipline. Yeah, right. and it is very similar right. in that you know without the help of you know somebody to trawl over the words and the, sa- the same pages and the same sentences and the same chapters literally hundreds of times. Right. Um, that is an endurance yes, yeah, feat yeah, yeah. in itself. And yeah. if you're a perfectionist or, you know, you have that tendency, you know, you can be there for literally hours. I bet you can, yeah. Um, so there is something that's, I think, synonymous with running and writing. Yeah. In that you have the mental endurance to do it and, and to see it through. Yeah. And have you a title for the new book? Um, no, but anything to do with running away or yeah. running can do one for now. Yeah, running um, can do one. <laughs> I like how running can do one is a good working title. Uh, we'll be fine. Here's us. But yeah, watch the space. We did it. I'll get, I'll get a photo and I'll tell you how far we went. Oh, come on, phone. That wasn't me. That was the phone. It's fussing with the selfie switch. There we are, looking good. Pretty fresh, I think, considering. That was bloody hard. That was quite was a tough pull like, up there at the end. You off so swift and light, though. Yeah, very good. That was lovely. Really nice run. Five and a quarter, I've got. Oh, would you send me um, a, a, a screenshot or something? Of yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, let me take a picture now. Just because um, I didn't yep. press star. <laughs> I'll send it. I'll send it. And it won't go anywhere other than just for my own personal No, that's really good fun. That was a really good oh, that was right. That's that great. Well, that tell us lovely. before we wrap up, what's your Twitter handle? Um, at Written by Rach. At cool. Written by Rach. And the book, when's the book? new book out? Oh, God, it'll be... We don't have a date for it. It's going to be next year. It's well, you only did the other one this year. That's uh, it's yeah, called it's very, uh, very Running for My Life. So days. check that out. It's almost like um, my agent is... Uh, literary agent yeah um, she, she's on with that at the cool. moment so there's yeah. nothing in terms Brilliant. of the uh, and what about running have you got any events or are you just not thinking about it that, that yeah um, let me have a think with the what have I got I did enter the Amsterdam half so I might be doing that possibly but I might be doing a cycle ride down the western coast of America oh um, nice which nice. If, if it does come off would be epic so yeah. there's a little bit of jiggery pokery with diaries and um, that really? kind of stuff so sounds if, really exciting well thanks so much for running with us today and meeting us here at oh, this it was me. nice wasn't it it was really it? nice really it felt nice, like there yeah. was almost a bit of a stalk we needed more a... needed more <laughs> more hills didn't we could have been Hilly. Yeah, because you're not t shirt is only, only sweaty yeah. and 
certain I, places. I can barely move. Barely move. Do your sarcastic about Hill's face again. I need a picture of that with your sweaty. Oh, wait a minute. Let my phone work. Last picture. Okay, well, uh, while I'm getting this picture, we'll wrap it up because no one wants to listen to me trying to take a photo of sweat. So thank you again, Rachel and Callum, for joining us. Thank and, you for uh, having me. Let's been, do this again. It's been my really pleasure. Or not. <laughs> yeah, may not. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. With Paul Tomkinson and Rob Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.